Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker for the Midwest Farm Report. These families will get together at the Wisconsin State Fair in West Allis for a celebratory breakfast. One family being recognized is that of Allen and Judy Olson. This Door County farm began in 1872 and has been in production for over 150 years. Their son, Richard, shares some history of the farm. So we began farming in 1872. My great-great-grandfather, Matthias Olson, immigrated from Norway and originally came over in 1868 and purchased the land that we still farm today in 1872. And what buildings were on it? What was the size or acreage? What was that farm like? Uh, originally, it was 80 acres, and it was all trees. Uh, so they cleared land for many years and built a small house to begin with and a, and a small barn and they built it on on the 40 best acres and as time went on and they they cleared more land they found that the 40 acres that they hadn't built on was actually poorer land and harder to farm so eventually they they built a house and a barn on the poorer 40 acres and made fields out of the better 40 acres where the buildings originally were what types of crops did they have and did they have any animals as well or just um, stick to the crops yeah, I think in the beginning it was very basic, just some oats, and um, I think that they they bought a few cows, and as time time grew, I, I think the herd grew to maybe 14 or 15 cows, and that lasted for a long time. And what were the prices like back then that they had to deal with, or how was actually yeah. having to operate? The, the original 80 acres was purchased for $240 in total. So what were those first years like? Like any any pioneering people, they they worked hard and um, clearing land. I, I can't hardly imagine doing it with, with only horses and your hands because there were no hydraulics, there were no tractors, there were no no machines to uh, no chainsaws, no no none of that. And all all they had was was hard work and um and sweat, and it was it was very hard work to to make it happen. So, what improvements or changes have been made since then? Well, we've we've come a long way. Um, we at one point we were milking a hundred cows up until eight years ago, and we actually switched to robotic milking uh, in December of 2013, and downsized our herd to 60 cows, which is what one robot can handle. Um, we've we've. Uh, built silos along the way and you know we have storage for our manure and a, a separate calf barn and we have, we just have very nice facilities for our animals to to be happy and healthy and and very productive and um and to make our job as easy as possible to care for them and and to do the very best we can every day so what made you decide to switch to robots quite a few things the physical labor of milking cows is is very tasking uh, on the body and we didn't want to wear out our bodies unnecessarily um so that was that was probably one of the main things um and certainly the uh flexibility of schedule to be able to have the cows milking continuously and and chore time can can fluctuate a lot easier whether you're planting or harvesting or even making uh 
room in family schedule so that um, family events or or sporting events for the kids um, it, it's a lot easier to make things happen for everybody by having that flexibility of schedule how was the farm passed on from your parents to you and in 1994 we formed an LLC uh, my brother Eric and myself and with our parents and um, since then we we have bought out uh, the personal property of my my mom still owns uh, the land and the buildings here but we we own the personal property on the farm can you please share some of your memories on the farms some of the favorite things that you remember well I remember driving tractor as a as a little guy um, we still have the, the same little tractor that I, I drove uh, I learned to uh, I think the first job we had was was driving for picking stones we were, we were probably too little to be of use for picking stones so they put us on the tractor and it went really slow and the the hardest part was was stopping when mom and dad would say stop um i also remember and that was with a farm all a and then later i moved up to a wd-45 and i got to rake hay and um at first i would make a few rounds with dad on on that tractor and then once he had confidence in me and i had confidence in me he would let me rake by myself and and i was out in the field all alone um and that was that was kind of a big thing to be able to drive a tractor and and be by yourself what do you think makes your farm unique well i i just really think that taking care of the soil taking care of the land and being good neighbors to our to our neighbors we we help each other when we can, when when the opportunity arises, we we lend out a, a helping hand to uh, to our neighbors, and um, I, I think the most important part of, of rural living, country living, is is to support each other in in your community, and whether that's by helping out with somebody in need, because when they need you, that's the best time to help when the, it gets appreciated the most, um, and we're we're always glad to be there. Uh, for our for our friends and neighbors, is there interest in another generation potentially taking on the farm yeah. tours? So my my brother's oldest son is a going to be a junior this fall at UW Madison, and he's studying dairy science. And if he chooses to come back to the farm, that's great. We've we've we'll uh, certainly see that he has a place to be here. And if he chooses not to be, well, that that's entirely his choice. And Nobody should have to have to farm. It, it, you got to want to farm um, in order for it to go well, and uh, he'll have to make that choice for himself. This past weekend, we had a family gathering uh, to celebrate our 150th, and and I gave a little talk about the good days and the bad days on a farm. It, it, they aren't all good days, and they aren't all bad days, and. and we're just grateful that the the good days far outnumber the bad days, but the, there are bad bad days that come along, and well, you get through them, and you, you hope that the good days are are ahead. And uh, we've always always seen seen the light that um, we can we can make progress and, and enjoy being uh, successful farmers. We're just really proud and happy to have have made it 150 years, and uh, no reason why we're going to stop. Richard Olson shares the story of his family farm in Door County. The Century Farm Program originated as a part of Wisconsin's centennial celebration in 1948. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.